What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, Mojo Mutati. I'm a bit somber because Mojo, after 18 seasons, Aaron Rodgers' time in Green Bay is over. Maybe, maybe, according to former ESPN anchor Trey Wingo Mojo, the move that has been on the top of mind for all football fans, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Will he stay in Green Bay for his 19th season, or will he look to go elsewhere? And of course, the New York Jets were the team mojo that a lot of people thought was, including myself, by the way, was the perfect fit. They had everything besides a uh, a quarterback and, and maybe a good coach, but they had offensive weapons. They have great defensive weapons, Mojo, and they just needed a quarterback. And, uh, well, Trey Wingo, as uh, we were just getting ready to film the show, Mojo, and we were going to do a different segment here, we're going to actually get, get to some of that stuff in just a minute. But Trey Wingo takes to his social media page and says, hearing Rodgers to Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. Of course, Mojo, when he talks about time repeating itself, he is, of course, Mojo, referring to back in 2008 when Brett Favre left Green Bay to make way for Aaron Rodgers to then be the starting quarterback. And, of course, uh, Brett went to the Jets. They ended up starting uh, the season 8-3, and three, and then they lost a bunch of games, and that was Brett's one and only season in, Green, uh, in New York. But we've seen this before, Mojo, and it seems like it's happening again. Maybe. Just maybe. maybe. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance, buddy. Look, man. Diehard cheese fan over here. I'm hoping the reports are untrue, but let, let's keep it real. He, he's probably gone. I mean, yeah. that's certainly what's happening here. Unfortunate. Unfortunate for us Packers fans. Uh, fantastic for the Jets. It is the end of an era. Let me just put something into perspective for you, Babcock. Yeah. I played for the Green Bay Packers in the year 2009 when Aaron Rodgers was already a starter on the team. From yeah. there, I went and played for a different NFL team. After that, I spent 10 years in the WWE <laughs> as a wrestler, and now I've been out for two years doing TMZ sports with you, and now Aaron is finally leaving after all of that. Uh, this is going to be a shock to everyone's system. Not going to lie. A yep. little concerned as a Packers fan as to what's left. Of course, Jordan Love moves into the starting position. Uh, one other quarterback on the roster who's almost 30 outside of him. Bottom line, they're going to have to make some moves in the draft. Definitely oh, yeah. going to need another quarterback at the roster. And I wouldn't hate it if they brought in a, a guy with some experience. Uh, Jordan Love, very little experience at, at this time. Of course, so did Aaron Rodgers. Had very little experience uh, until Brett Favre went to the Jets, so who knows what we're getting. All I know is after this, just like everyone said, maybe Jordan Love goes to the Jets just to keep the trend alive. <laughs> In 15 uh, years, but, Mojo, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. Very sad day for Mojo. This is not how I wanted to start my week at all. Look, I think if you're a Packers fan, you just got to look at the fact that they were 8-9 last year. They didn't even make the playoffs. So um, I don't know that there was a whole bunch of reason to suspect that things would be different, different this year. They just don't. 
the roster isn't as good as it needs to be right now. And uh, they, you know, the wide receivers were weak. They dropped a ton of balls. Aaron Rodgers didn't seem happy there. And, they, you know, they went eight and nine and they missed the playoffs. Now he goes to a team, Mojo, that is stacked with talent. And the New York Jets, their skill position players, and, and particularly their young skill position guys, uh, Sauce Gardner, those guys are really happy. So Garrett Wilson, of course, who was a, 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 was a rookie wide receiver, going to be a second year. He was an absolute stud. He tweets, uh, y'all should see the smile on my face right now. I can finally enjoy my vacation. So he is off on vacation. <laughs> These guys are are really, really excited. Well, I, I don't think it should be a surprise to anybody. So over the weekend, Aaron Rodgers in Southern California had some charity event. They raised over a million bucks. So the great work by them. Uh, you had a, a bunch of top quarterbacks out there and uh, they played a, a flag football game. So uh, Brandon Marshall former New York Jet, amongst a bunch of other teams, uh, was out there. He was actually on the field. He had a brief conversation with Aaron. And a, a lot of people thought watching this clip, Mojo, and this is what we were going to talk about before we got this news from Trey Wingo, a lot of people thought that it was very clear that Aaron was very close to making a decision and that he was likely leaving Wisconsin. Watch this. Hey, uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's a, there's a time there's a time limit for all this. Can I break the news? Especially with the Jets, because I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm an all-time Jet. That, that's just fair, right? The Jet can break the news. You're an all-time Jet? Yeah. How many years were you there? numbers. How it doesn't would, matter. I think you was a bear. Second, Tribeca, Brooklyn. Are you going to be in Jersey? I've never been to Tribeca before. I've been to Brooklyn. T.O. Yeah. You look like a Brooklyn guy, Williamsburg. Yeah, he shouldn't live. He shouldn't live in Brooklyn. That's going to be a disastrous commute. But anyway, it felt like a decision was close, Mojo, and we might have one. He's going to really be missing Green Bay once he sits in that New York traffic. But I think the New Yorkers are very much going to take to Aaron Rodgers. It's likely to be a very good situation for one another, regardless of how much that pains me to say. And hey, man. He knew where he was going after his darkness retreat, uh, but now that he's finally made his announcement, vacation's over. I hope he got it all out of his system because now it's full-on time to go to work. I don't know if you saw, but Francis tweeted, uh, good job, Johnny Boy, sincerely the heavyweight king. Uh, do you have a response to Francis Ngannou referring to himself? Francis is a big old <laughs> Hey, John. John, question over here. John, TJ Legacy, ESPN Gainesville. In your time of reflection uh, and perspective over the past three years. I love that quote. <laughs> I love it. All that muscle with a big. <laughs> excuse me. I'm so sorry. There was John Jones after UFC 285. Well, Mojo, now we have finally Francis Ngannou's response, Mojo. So we recently had a conversation with the former UFC heavyweight champion. And Francis, make no mistake about it, he heard what John said. So that's why I was shocked that Nganu took the high road here, for the most part, Mojo. Watch this. You know, John is John, and I'm me. I don't care. You know, um, apparently, as, I, as I'm, I have been saying this for a little while now, since uh, the big this, I am cool. Um, I'm doing good. I did what best for me. Uh, I'm happy, and I wish I'd find, ha find happiness. I chased that fight for as long as I could, and then, listen, in life, I learned that you have to let it go. 
let something go. Otherwise, he will cut your hand, take your hand away. You know, I wanted that fight so bad, didn't have it, and um, and couldn't have it at any cost. Taking the high road, Babcock. I don't know about that verbiage right there, my <laughs> friend. Anytime. <laughs> You sign a tweet, the heavyweight king, while that straps around another man's shoulder. That is more a jab than praise any day of the week in my book. But look, this again is why John Jones coming to the heavyweight division is so exciting. Look at all the opportunity out there. So many good matchups. I mean, look, a lot of people want to see John Jones and Francis Ngannou. That is going to be a fight for the ages. My goodness, the, the striking combos that we could see out of that one. I hope that fight would end by knockout because that's certainly what everybody wants. But we also get John Jones and Stipe, the man who has the record for most heavyweight title defenses, uh, the, the heavyweight goat of the UFC, in my opinion. Dude, both of these are incredible fights, uh, but focus on Nganu now after hearing his comments. He's planting a seed right now. He put it out there. He shot his shot, and now he's putting it to bed. It's not his time. He's not up next for, for the title. So I think this was uh, just well done by him. Put it out there. Let everybody know you're still interested and that this fight needs to happen at some point. And then back off. It's not your time. Don't don't blow all the steam on this now. The focus is on Stipe and John Jones. Save it all for when you're up next, and you get to talk your trash and go all in with this thing, because eventually, no doubt in my mind we see that fight regardless of where it is that's coming but uh stipe's got first shot so who knows maybe we're gonna get stipe and nganu the trilogy the rubber match i still very very much want to see that fight as they both have one win apiece again man with this little trifecta here with, with this little triumvirate shout out to lucas whitman and edward lewis <laughs> what a possibility here man and i I'm so thrilled to be a fight fan right now. I'm so excited about the heavyweight division. I, I haven't been this excited in a very long time. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, it's been a year since WWE superstar Big E broke his neck during a taping of SmackDown. Now the question is, will Big E ever return to the ring? He has not stepped foot inside a ring to wrestle since that accident. Well, we're talking to the former New Day champion. Will he ever return? Big E next, TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMC Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, a WWE superstar, says that he is getting 
death threats because of something that happened a year ago in a WWE ring. I'm talking about a guy, Mojo, that you know uh, very well, WWE superstar Ridge Holland. Now, oh man, it's still tough to look at, Mojo, and it's it's been a year, but uh, last year during SmackDown, as uh, a lot of people probably know, uh, there was a uh, move that went wrong. Uh, it was a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. You're seeing it here, Mojo, and this move actually broke Big E's neck. And it was so serious, it could have not only led to his uh, paralyzation, but also could have cost him his life, uh, Big E said he learned uh, after the fact. So uh, Ridge Holland goes to social media and he tweets, death threats, threats to my family, lobbying for me to lose my job, being labeled as racist, great stuff with a thumbs up emoji, keep them coming. Obviously, he's being serious. Nobody would like to get these things said to them, especially not uh, about their family's mojo. And yeah, it's tough to hear something like that. Obviously, Ridge Holland feels terrible about what happened to Big E. That was not the intent, but you know better than anybody, Mojo. This is a, these are serious moves, big, strong people, and things go wrong. And it happened to go wrong in this instance, and somebody was seriously hurt. But it doesn't mean that it was Ridge Holland's fault, right? No, absolutely not. Look, this is the unfortunate reality of professional wrestling and, you know, really any sport out there. Accidents do happen. There's a lot of variables uh, within the confines of a wrestling match. One, they weren't even in the ring. Those floor mats outside of the ring are unbelievably slippery if they get a little bit wet. Uh, you see guys slip and trip all the time because of it. Who knows if there was a little bit of sweat on the mat? Who knows if a, a drink spilled in from a fan? You really never know the variables on the outside looking in. Even looking at the move, and again, just such a hard thing to watch. You can't ever really point a finger at either person and say that anyone made a mistake. Unfortunately, sometimes moves just go wrong, and I think that's what happened here. You haven't heard Big E point a finger at Ridge not once in the past year since this happened, and for such a devastating injury, one that's put him on the shelf for so long and might end his career— you got to think if he was upset, he would have probably voiced an opinion right now uh, or just not gone out of his way to highlight the fact that Ridge didn't do anything wrong. And these things just sometimes happen. And and you hate to see this situation happen to, to not one, but both of these guys. You'll never meet somebody that has a bad thing to say about Big E ever. Just such a nice person, uh, a great teammate, a guy that came from football and definitely understands the team dynamic and always goes out of his way uh, to do his best for anyone on the roster. Then you take Ridge into, into account. And, you know, this is someone I spoke with even today about this situation. I remember Ridge from when he first got signed in WWE when he was just getting started in NXT and I'd go train there on on my off days from the road. I mean, this is the guy that always put in overtime, was always working hard, just a nice guy, never saw him in a bad mood or say a bad word uh, about anybody. And you hate to see that this is the situation that he's still a year later getting death threats getting called racist and all these things. And at some point, you just got to shrug it off. You know, in the beginning, the, this hurt when you see a buddy of yours laid out from an accident that you were involved with. Yeah. 
That's really tough. Hearing these tweets and seeing them stack up will weigh on you. But after a year, you got to separate entirely from it. A lot of people handle that in uh, very different ways. You see what Ridge wrote here in the tweet. But you just hate to see it. And that's just the reality of Twitter. You're always going to have a bunch of idiots in there saying the worst things. And, and you just got to let it be. But uh, great to hear that these guys are still in good spirits, that Big E is getting better. Of course, that's the most important part yeah. here. I'm actually I'm glad you said that, Mo. We actually have uh, an update because I think a lot of people are wondering what happens to Big E and his wrestling career. Does he ever get back in there? We uh, were fortunate enough to actually run into Big E at LAX out here in L.A. And we asked him that very question. You know, Big E, what's going on with your in-ring future? Here's what the big man had to say. I just want to make the best decision. It's just I got to see what the scans say and then talk to doctors and go from there. But right now, before I know anything, I'm not going to make any, you know, rush to judgments or anything. So just see how everything looks. Is there any anxiety going into these uh, these scans? Because, I mean, they say they, they're going to inform you, you know, about, like, you know, your future, really. Yeah, you know? no, no anxiety at all, man. Everything's impermanent. So uh, if it comes to an end, cool. If it doesn't, cool. What will be, will be. I'm good with whatever. He's got the best attitude mojo. They're just such a great guy. So funny, too. Uh, we're all praying for him and hope he can get back in, into wrestling. And I, I think with the career that he's had and the championships that he's won, and he's vocalized this many times, he's comfortable if this is it. Of yes. course, we all want to see him in a ring, but we all are concerned for his safety and uh, we want, want him to be healthy more than anything. Biggie's football career came to an end because of some injuries. Luckily, wow. he was able to get better and pivot and went on an even just a thousand times better uh, run in professional right. wrestling. So I think he knows when it's time to hang him up and move on and do new things. But I don't think we're there just yet. And I'm holding on for hope that we're going to get Biggie back in a, in a wrestling ring soon. If you don't believe Tyreek Hill is blazing fast, you will uh, in a few seconds here because Tyreek Hill ran in a real deal track and field race over the weekend. It was at the USA Track and Field Masters Mojo, the 25 to 29 age group, and he absolutely dusted his competition. Watch this. Men's 60 meters. And those block start practices were uh, working pretty well during the week. And look at him take the win here, as will await that official time. But welcome back to the track, Tyreek Hill. You have won the USATF Masters title here at 60 meters. 670 will be the official time. <laughs> Mojo, you can't even see his competition in the screen. So he ended up running a 6.7. That's a 60-meter dash. The world record was set by Christian Coleman, who was one of the fastest sprinters in the world. He ran a 6.34. So to be only 0.36 off of the world record time at near 200 pounds and carrying around all that muscle like Tyreek Hill does, this guy is a world-class athlete. He's not a fast football player. He is one of the fastest people in the world, period. Yeah, yeah, you can see that, man. That's, that's track. That's not football. We're not comparing football nope. players here. 
We are comparing actual sprinters, and that race was pure comedy. <laughs> Babcock, you want to know what that looks like? That what? looks like when they do the Rich Eisen 40-yard yes, dash yes. at the Combine every year, how they superimpose yes. Rich Eisen running like a 6.040 with the guy that runs like the, the 4.32 or something yes. like that. It's just it's just a joke. That's what that looked like here. It just goes to show how fast this man is. My goodness. And, you know, you see him on a football field. If you had any doubts as to how he would do against sprinters, just remember on a football field, he's wearing restrictive uh, knee pads, right. thigh pads. He's got a helmet, helmet and shoulder pads. Those pads are in light. Also, when you're seeing him, he's not just doing one sprint while he's fresh. He's been playing an entire football game with, with the game wearing him down and draining his energy and making him slower as it goes on. So seeing him on a track uninhibited, my goodness, I guess that's your result. You know what, Mojo? There has been so much talk over the years about Usain Bolt and Tyreek Hill racing. I believe if they were to race right now in a 60 meter, I think that Tyreek Hill may beat Usain Bolt in, in this particular race with Usain Bolt out of practice. He's not in peak form anymore. I think Usain Bolt loses to Tyreek Hill right now, and I hope the race happens. I'd love to see it. All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time. Uh, we're going to monitor this Aaron Rodgers situation. And not only that, Mojo, tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, we are going to have part two of our conversation with the former UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. We know right now, at least, Mojo, despite what we both want to watch, we know Francis Ngannou versus John Jones isn't going to happen. But could an Ngannou versus Deontay Wilder fight beyond the horizon we're going to talk to the predator about that tomorrow the predator back for part two baby definitely will make it the best show since today